2: perspective tip welcome to another episode of just a tip and advice podcast that's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips I'm your host Megan Battoon, and
0: today in the studio with us from across the pond we have Daisy Maskell. Yeah, it's hello, hello, hello. I didn't swim here from you across the border. No, 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 I didn't <laughs> swim. I got on a flight, so I'm I'm really congested. Yes, yes, yes. It's like 11 hours to get here. It's a long time. I didn't yeah. realize. What do you do on the plane for 11 hours? Do you have like I a mean, ritual? I ate a lot of plane food, which was which was a vibe, you know? I, I feel like certain things taste so much better on planes. There are certain things that I eat on planes that I would never eat when I'm on land. Like what? I was eating those, you know those graze boxes? I Grace just boxes. I just spent 11 hours eating oh, those ones. sunflower seeds, and I was like, "This is the <laughs> this is the best thing." I'm for so like into this. Twenty one dollars, and I got on the ground. I was like, "This is this is not a vibe." I'd never <laughs> I'd never buy this from the local supermarket. But yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah I walked up and down a couple of times. There's not much to do on planes once you've been through like the movie selection and stuff like right. that. It's just about the food for me. Yeah.
2: Do you um. have like a a go to amount of movies that you watch before you sleep,
0: or do you like? When you're ready to go across, because overseas mm. flights are, you got to be ready for it. You have to. You have to prepare. So usually, I, I would like to bring my own movie. So I download oh. a, couple of ne- a couple of things through Netflix. But I wasn't that organised. It was kind of lot of a last minute thing. I almost missed my flight getting here as oh, well. Oh dear god. Um. So I kind of chucked everything in a bag last minute and just dealt with the movie selection on the plane. You just deal I'll with do, it. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch like three three movies. Otherwise, if I watch any more than three movies on a flight, I get the plots mixed up. And if, <laughs> if I ever, if anyone ever asks me to review a film, I'm like. I'm talking about Love Actually, and then it's merging into like Moana. So right, I'll, right. I'll stick to three movies, and then I'll play the little puzzles that they have now. They have a "Who Wants to Be a Millionaire" game. Do oh. you guys have that over here? We do. Who yeah. wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, yeah. It's a massive thing in the UK. It's like, oh, is it? It's like the game show. Still it was presented by Chris Tarrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now they've switched the they've switched the presenter to a guy that presents Top Gear, Jeremy Clarkson. Oh. Um, but they have the original quiz game um, and it gets really competitive with whoever you're sitting next to. Oh. So I was sitting next to my best friend, but also a woman that I didn't know. And she was like interjecting with the questions as oh, well. Oh, that's so, so sweet. Yeah, it gets competitive, it's good.
2: I think that show was on in America years ago. Mm. I don't think it's here anymore. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, it was, was a long running one. Yeah, it was a different host. I want to say Regis Philbin. <laughs> is that wrong? I don't know. Who I, is
0: that? I don't know, who's Regis? <laughs>
2: Regis, who was the host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? <laughs> so that's still going on in the mm, UK.
0: Yeah, 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 it's still going on.
2: I'm probably so wrong, but no, no. do you think you could win that show?
0: No, 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 no. Absolutely. I think on, on the like virtual game, I got up to something like 3,000 pounds. Oh, nice. like that, and obviously the million is the goal so i, I was nowhere near but there, it, there was a massive scandal about it in the uk i don't know if this ever hit hit you guys tell me about um, it but someone won a million pounds in the uk there was they were one of the only people to have ever won and then they uncovered that they were cheating how because their like wife or someone was sitting in the audience coughing the what? questions so it you know it's like an a b c d answer <gasps> if they thought the answer was Was see, they'd cough three times, the person would answer. And they didn't realize until they'd given the money and then looked back at the recording and heard this person coughing nonstop in the background. Oh my God, that's outrageous. It was, so it has some history back in the UK, it has some heritage. That is so fascinating. I know. Oh my god, what other game show do you think you absolutely Mm. could win? What do you have over here? You have like Family Fortunes, don't you? Uh, Like Family
2: Feud? Yes,
0: yes, yes. So we have Family Fortunes in the UK, which is very similar. Okay. So you'll go on as a family and you answer like the top questions that the audience say as well. Sure. I think I'd be really, really good with that. My family's quite wild and we're all from, we're all into different things. So I feel like we'd have an a really good overall scope of the, the subjects. I, I love, so I'm really into like conspiracy theories and aliens Ooh. and history. And then my mom is really into interior design and my yeah. uncle's into movies. So I feel like we'd have a really good category of, of things that we could answer correct questions on. Yeah. yeah, I feel like
2: if my family went on Family Feud, we would just do the feuding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And, and a bit of that, of course. <laughs> I'd probably be switching over to the other uh, other team in the ad break. But.
2: Yeah. I think maybe wheel of fortune would be mine. What is wheel of fortune? So I don't know what this is. Basically like a big wheel mm. and you spin it and then you wait Am I mixing up the plots of these now?
0: Because <laughs> do you see you can't see you can't play more than three game shows yeah. because you start into like intermingling them. Absolutely.
2: So I think it's when you you spin a wheel mm. and then you decide where you uh, which letters are in this like word puzzle. So mm-hmm. there'll be like a bunch of um, like not LED but like touchscreen screens, mm-hmm. and then this is yeah Vanna White was this, like, the main lady that would touch the the screen, and if you got the right letter, then it would illuminate the letter. Okay. So it was almost like reverse hangman.
0: Oh, okay. okay, which right, is like okay. the weirdest
2: way to describe it. It's so
0: funny when you explain game shows; they sound so boring. It's like, why does anyone <laughs> go on them? Why does anyone watch these? <laughs> totally. but, but like, they're such a, they're such a good time. So. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Another
2: big one when everybody was sick would be The Price Is Right. Okay. Oh, that's the wheel one. Oh no! A of, <laughs> what have What <you> done? <laughs> a lot of wheels. So that's our recap on game shows. There you go. What a niche topic to cover. (laughs) Just the first five minutes is just game shows. But this is not a podcast about game shows. It is about advice. But before we jump in, I want to play a little game to get to know you a little bit more. Okay everyone listening you may know Daisy as the host of kiss Fm's breakfast show in the UK mm-hmm. you are
0: the youngest host I am I'm so, i so there's this statistic somewhere that I'm gonna get put on a gravestone if it's <laughs> if it has any like legitimacy to it but I think I'm the youngest. Breakfast show host in the history of radio in the UK. Well, Okay, so I am American yeah. and a little dumb. Yeah, so no, no, n- no it's all good.
2: N- two things that are not intertwined. No. But I'm uh, a breakfast show is that in the m- just just in the morning yes, or is that a so specific niche it's of it's show? It's like
0: the morning show. It's like the flagship show of the station. I see, kind of thing. Um, so we head up. Basically, what's going on for the day, and we we're basically fronting the, what's going on on the station at that time. So cool. it's early mornings. It's a lot of responsibility, but it's it's the it's the best job in the world. It's How the best. did that even happen? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm so underqualified for this job. <laughs> I walked in with my CV. Um, like, what do you guys call it? CV, resume. Okay. Oh. I with my resume. Is oh, it a resume where you, yeah. where you have like all your, um, your qualifications on? Yeah. I was like, this is me. And they, I think it just got mixed up with someone else's in the pub. Oh, so I'm like, sure We'll not. take you. Um, so every morning I wake up and I just talk rubbish and people... Seem to like it. So every day, even on weekends. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would not be standing. I love the reaction? No, no. no. Um, five days is enough. So Monday to Friday, and I get up at 3 a.m. every morning. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'll jump in a car um, and get into London by. So i jump in a car at four and I'll get into London by five central where our studios are. And then we'll plan for the day. Sometimes we do phoners, like phone interviews with um, people in the, the US, like artists and stuff sure. by half five. Um, and then we'll go on air at six until 10, 11. And then we do interviews and meetings for the rest of the day. And it's so, it's so busy. It's the, it's the long the longest shift, but it's Whoa. the best. It's the best. How wild? Did you always want to do that when you were younger? Um, I loved talking. Mm. That's all I knew. That was good. Um, and it's really difficult when people say, like, how did you get into presenting? Did you ever, is that what you wanted to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a pussycat doll when I grew <laughs> up. That's all I wanted to be. And I always say, if Nicole comes knocking, I will be running. Radio yeah. will be no more. Um, but... I guess I thinking back to any connection with being a presenter. I just I just love to talk. Yeah, um, and I used to read the newspapers to my nan in like a news anchor woman voice. Right, right, right. Um, but that's the only thing I can really remember that that ties into what I'm doing now. Oh, that's so yeah. awesome! That's yeah. just like worked out. Yeah, which is exciting because it means that anyone can do it. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to have any qualification. You don't have to be following a certain path in life. Anyone mm-hmm. can fall into into something to do with media. There's there's no direct route into it. I don't think. So, right. Yeah. Oh,
2: my God. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. I have so many more questions about just being 21 in general. Oh because my that's uh, coming up on a decade. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into that uh, after our break. Firstly, the game is called Bursa It's one round of rapid fire questions, everything from your first job to the first time you public cried, et cetera. <laughs> okay. Whenever I yell stop, you have to explain, elaborate, or tell the
0: full story. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Here we go. What was your first job? Oh, my gosh. Um, I worked in a retail store. It was called River Island, and I was 16, paying for my car insurance. Okay, stop. (laughs) Wait, so... Maybe I had it easier than
2: other people because I feel like I didn't start paying for my own stuff until I was like, I think my twenty three was my
0: cutoff. You are so lucky. Yeah.
2: Oh my god. Because I, like, I moved out of my house when I was eighteen, yeah. but my mom would pay for my insurance and my phone yeah. until I was twenty three. For some
0: reason, why twenty three? Weird oh my age. Gosh, that is a weird age. But yeah, yeah. This was this was not me, I'm, and I'm so jealous of you for that. I remember it's a really weird stage that you go through. I was talking about this on radio the other week. It's a really weird stage you go through. The first time your parents asked you to pay for something like the first time you all go out to dinner and they split the bill and they expect you to pay your half it's like my childhood is over Um, but yeah (laughs) at 16 I started paying for my drivers like my driving lessons I was saving up for them because we're not allowed to start driving until we're 17 in the UK. Oh, okay. And so what, that's one year. Yeah. So us. that's when you can start learning. Um, so I was saving up for that. And they used to get me up in the stock room where they would keep all the clothes and I would have to sort out all the sale items. But the sale items, they would keep sale from like 10 years prior just to try and resell the stock at Christmas time oh, and okay. Easter. And they'd get me like peeling... Peeling really gross things and, and taking really gross things out the pockets to try and like freshen up the stock. What? So I used to sit on the floor and peel off chewing gum off of like these old jumpers from like 2006 and try and resell them on the shop floor at Christmas and really? the Boxing Day sales. It was, <laughs> it was wild. It was wild. But it added me the money and I got a car. So totally. It was cool. Yeah. Good for you. Was cool. Wow.
2: Oh, this is exciting yeah, for me. I cannot wait for more questions. Which start now.
0: First cell phone. Um, it was a BlackBerry. Oh. I was that BlackBerry era. That's they cool, yeah. that's a cool phone. Yeah, that's never cool. had that. That's a one. First pet. I've never had a pet. <gasps> no, my parents were horrible. They they let my sister have <laughs> stickin' sex and bunnies, but she ruined it for me, so All I never right, had that. What's the first thing you said? Stick insects. What's this? You don't know what a stick insect is. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. They're the worst things in the world. Is it a porcupine? No, no, no. They're they're insects, but they look like sticks. Oh, like daddy long (laughs) legs. I just just reversed the (laughs) words. Yes, kind of. But you need to see what a stick insect is. It it literally is an insect Uh that that mimics the shape of a stick. A phasmid Mm. is also what it's it's called. It's Yeah, stick
2: insects, stick bugs, walking sticks, or bug sticks. Yeah,
0: look them up. It looks like a... It looks like a branch. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. So she, I think she maybe studied them in science and then she decided that she wanted to get some at home. So my mum got them for her and she'd have them in in a jar and like a little container in her room. And then one day she woke up and she was so petrified of them. She must have had a dream or this realisation that what she had on her bedside table was really gross. And she (laughs) threw them out like she didn't want them anymore. She was really irresponsible with pets. And then she did the same with bunnies as well. Um, She decided one day she just didn't want the bunnies. So my parents had to give them away. And so she ruined it for me. My mom never yeah, yeah. thought that I would be responsible enough to have any pets. So. She's older than you. Yeah. She's older than me. Yeah, uh, yeah, by yeah. a long time? Um, she's 30. Yeah. Oh, so a little a bit. bit. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Oh, wow. So I got like the backlash of everything that she ever did wrong, <laughs> making up for it. Yeah, no same. It's always like the youngest, you know. I
2: do feel like with, with older sisters, they get it harder yeah and so like by yeah. the time that our parents have us yeah. they're like well yeah. we don't really care as much because yeah. it's not that big of a deal for sure there
0: are certain things where it yeah. swings both ways there right. are benefits and then there are there are definitely like negatives as well <laughs> definitely negatives Oh my God. okay and continuing first kiss location oh my gosh it was in a it was in a corridor like at a <laughs> party um and i remember do you have bounty bars over here uh, no. Um, they're like coconut, they're, they're like chocolate bars with coconut in. Okay. And the guy ate a bounty bar just before we had this kiss and it put me off alive because it's all I could taste was coconut. <gasps> and you hate coconuts now. I hate coconuts now, I do not I do not, <laughs> not deal with coconuts. First major purchase. Um probably a pair of shoes. Ooh, yeah, what shoes? like a pair of sh- No, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was a movie prop. A movie that's, prop? Yeah, I, I bought a movie prop from this website from the Peter Pan movie, <gasps> 2003, with Jeremy Sumter. Okay. It was like my first love. It was the Acorn from, the, it was an Acorn movie prop. Wait, you, oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. Where I is guess. it right now? It's in a glass case in my attic. I've never looked at <laughs> it since. <laughs> so that everyone can see yeah, it, every ghost it's just that just ridiculous. Have. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I... I paid for it in installments as well. I was like, <laughs> it was like it's ridiculous. It was like four hundred pounds, oh um, which God. I paid in like four installments. This was in, actually this was in between saving for my car oh my when I was God. sixteen. Um, it's just the stupidest thing ever. But that was the, my first big purchase. That
2: is so funny. Yeah, it's now
0: collecting dust somewhere.
2: What is there something else that else that you would want to buy from a childhood movie that you love or um, something that? Would be really cool to have. Yeah.
0: What movies do I love? I'm such a, I'm such a like naughty child. Uh-huh. Um, so, what movies from like the early 2000s? I think anything from the Bring It On oh movies. My God. Um, the that one, is my favorite. Just movie. the best, just the best. Uh, maybe a little Clover's. Little Rover's oh, cheerleader <gasps> outfit. Yeah, I'm a girl for sure. Oh my gosh. So I we're doing this Halloween party that we do with KISS, where I work, um, in the UK, the radio the radio station I work at. And it's a Wembley Arena in the UK. Um and it's this Halloween party that we throw in this year they're doing American high school as the theme. <sighs> But I know that everyone's gonna go as like a bring it on cheerleader, so it's kind of broken my heart in a way because I don't want to be like the fifth clover. Yeah, Um, (laughs) but I'm trying. I'm just trying to look for another another American high school reference. But all of those those films, I feel like you guys got the best categories of films over here from like the early noughties. Everything is just like what you were living during right. high school so any movie prop from from any american teen school film i'm i'm down for buying i
1: love that
0: i, I would do like a spirit stick won't bring yeah, it. Yeah, what would you? Oh, oh my gosh, that the spirit cool. stick, that that would go for That would be
2: pricey. I wonder. Oh my gosh, the spirit stick. Yes, <laughs> I wanted to be a Toro for Halloween for like the past three Halloweens, yeah. and I've just never figured it out. Yeah. I want to be Missy so bad. I oh, always Missy wanted to be the Missy. Yes, the just best. Every,
0: the, everything about her know, is cool. I know. Oh, so Lies good those backflips. That backflip. I've I've always wanted to nail an audition. Yeah, like Missy nailed her audition. It was oh my god. Out- Outrageous. So the the film was a big deal over here huge. when it came out. Oh, okay, well,
2: I mean, in my life, yeah, I, I don't know anything. Like, I grew up sheltered, and now I do this, so, so good. <laughs> I don't so know good. what's normal. Yeah. but it was it was huge to me. I like can quote the entire thing. I learned the end dance oh, too. Did you? I like, did would, like you? teach my cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the I, little like routine at the end. It's just the best. It's it's a, such a tight movie. There's nothing that's frivolous. I know. Like I know. nothing could be cut out. I Everything know. is integral to the plot
0: line. Yeah. yeah, it's a perfect film. Did you watch the follow-ups the yeah other but ones. those are bad so there's one with Rihanna in isn't there oh really yes there's one with Rihanna in and I believe oh the girl from um the the football movie that I love
2: <laughs> is it Hayden yes, Hayden, Hayden. Panettiere. yes
0: yes so she's in that one um and then there's another one with I want to say is it Ashley Tisdale's sister oh she has a sister it's someone's sister. Someone's sister is in one of these movies, which is like, there's another one that I think there's like three or four Bring It On. Yeah, there's so um, many. But the original is the, original obviously is the only the, good one. The ultimate. So. If,
2: people that are listening, if you love Bring It On, yeah. Stick It yeah. is made by the same. Producer, director. I, really? think. I could be wrong, okay. but it is maybe the same writer. But okay. it has like the same structure. So if you would like bring bring it on into like the different acts yeah. or kind of like how like the bell curve of what happens in the plot, it's the same and stick it. Okay, so yeah, you go nice. through like the same little roller coaster, but it's it's about gymnastics yeah. instead.
0: Oh, I love it! I love it. It's the best.
2: Okay, back to the game that we oh were once gosh, playing. Oh my gosh, we're going on bring it on. First choice
0: in a karaoke book. Um, I would do. I love rock and roll. Okay. But the Britney Spears. Yes. The Britney Spears from Crossroads. Yes. You know, have you seen Crossroads? Yes. Yeah, that or Overprotected by Britney. Anything by Britney.
1: (sighs) Britney. Anything old school Britney. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love it. Okay, first internet screen name. Um, it's probably like Daisy Baby XX xox something like, X-X-X-O-X. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that xxxox first thing you think when someone doesn't answer the phone um <laughs> that they're avoiding me because yeah. i talk too much you know it's always that not her again <laughs> not her yeah. again. first celebrity crush um first celebrity crush was jesse mccartney
2: <gasps> stop but for me to say something <laughs> jesse mccartney was everything? <laughs> so when I first started dancing before I like ever went the prof- the professional route, yeah. he was the first song that I ever choreographed to his leave-in.
0: Oh, oh I remember this. Yeah. This is when he had the dark hair, wasn't it? He had dark hair. Yeah, I think he had dark hair in the music video. Oh goodness! This is when he he did like a brown look. So I um I my producer is a massive Naughties baby as well, so he loves the, like Jesse McCartney is his idol. Yeah, and it was his birthday recently, and I I got a video from Jesse McCartney saying happy birthday to him and Jesse McCartney says my name in this ah! video and even though he's like 10, 20, 30 years old and he's got kids now I'm like oh my gosh oh, it's still Jesse McCartney kids? and he's saying my name so um
2: Oh that is so yeah, he's a, he's a funny five, This is the, I don't know if many people know this song. I mean everyone, 46 million views on YouTube people gotta know Yeah people this know This is leaving
0: Like, when's the last time you heard on, this? No, I, do you know what? This isn't one that I have on repeat, so I'm going to go back to this. Because overplayed the rest. So <laughs> just jamming <laughs> to 90s. He's a cute boy. He's so sweet. Did he
2: have hair in this, or am I wrong? It is dark, okay. but I mean, the whole video is a little dark. Oh but yeah, he God. does have brown
0: hair. It's Good funny. memory. So funny. <laughs> what a time. You met him? <laughs> you met him?
1: Yeah, when I was 11. Had Oh meet my angry? gosh! No, I had a crush on him, so I made my dad arrange
0: with his agent to let me meet him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if
2: gosh. you didn't hear that, Clementine, the producer, just met, not just, can you imagine <laughs> she just met Justin Gray? She had her dad set up a meeting oh. where they met. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh, One Jessie. time I wrote Justin Timberlake a happy birthday card. Oh, that's and sweet. And I like, tried to send it, and my mom was like, absolutely not. <laughs> And I was it's like, "Oh, too this, much. okay." It's the too fact much. that I thought it's that, so like, he would get it, I know.
0: But it was, <laughs> it was that, like, you keep that dream alive in your heart, you know. JT still was it when he had his little noodle, like his little yeah, noodle, his, his uh, ramen yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, I love him. Oh, he's the best. He's yeah. still the best. He is. He is. He did a good job with his life. He is. Okay, but we're talking about yours. Yeah. First concert. First concert was Ed Sheeran in the UK. Oh. Yeah, that was my first concert um, at the O2 Arena. Was, was So it was it was after he got huge. Well, I feel like I was on Ed Sheeran first. This is kind of like <laughs> a, a sensitive subject to my friendship group. I was like, I discovered this guy first. Um, but he was already big because he's like sold out a massive arena in the UK. So yeah, it was, it was a good time. First scar. Ooh. Um... I feel like on my knee, maybe, probably as I fe- when I fell over as a kid. Nothing memorable, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First
2: thing you do when you like someone, And mm. you have a crush? I will,
0: I will ask them about their family. <gasps> I get more invested into their lives. I get more nosy. Oh, that's you know? good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. First show you binge-watched? Um, first show I binge-watched, Gilmore Girls. Oh, my God. Yeah, Gilmore Girls. It's the best show. Yeah, it's so good. It's, it's so, so quick. I, and I'm rewatching it now. Yeah. So it's like seven, eight seasons, and I'm, like, back to the beginning. Oh, really I love good. that. First excuse you make when trying to cancel plans? <laughs> that my transport's, like, messed up. So, like... <laughs> There's no buses, there's no trains, I'll blame it on anything. I, I physically cannot get to you. I'm so sorry. And lastly, the first time you cried in public? Oh my gosh. Um, the first time I cried? Or the last? <laughs> the last time I cried? <laughs> most probably this morning because my eye. Eyelin- I realized in the car, like my eyeliner, one wing's bigger than the Wait. other. I'm like, really? <laughs> Is this really happening? Oh. I was gonna say your eyeliner
2: looks really good. It's a process. I do you, you have like a good tip? I think I just learned
0: with my little almond eyes how oh, to do it. Do I have a tip? Um honestly, I don't know if I can say this, but like take a shot of vodka beforehand <laughs> because it's a it's painful. <laughs> it's just so painful to get through the process to and like put on eyeliner. After that, anything looks even. So just I don't know. Just just wing it, literally. Just wing it and, and just just roll with it. I Just love roll with it. it. It's so good. So good. You're That's
2: fine. the last time. I wonder when the last time I cried in public was. Some. The reason why I like going to New York so much, mainly because like it's the city and mm. cool. But also like you could cry and no one is
0: asking you what's really? up. really. Yeah.
1: See in London. Openly weep.
0: <laughs> In London, I openly weep. (laughs) I'm (laughs) weeping. No one cares. (laughs) Um, In London, I guess it depends where you are in London. Like in the city, like Banker Central, I feel like they wouldn't, yeah, they wouldn't bat an eyelid. They'd leave you be. But there are certain areas in London where people, people like to get in each other's business a little bit. So you'd get people coming up to you and asking what's going on and how you are. And I'm just sat there crying, my eyeliner doesn't match. And they're they're like, it's none of it is on anymore. So it's fine. It doesn't matter. That's so sad in New York oh
2: my god oh my god it is so sad but also like out it's funny because out here you can be like running your lines or talking mm. to yourself or doing what. it's yeah. hard to know if people are actors or crazy out okay. here because okay. you're like what Yeah, is yeah. but in New York it's like I, I love putting like air air pods yeah mm-hmm. Earphones, mm-hmm. AirPods, whatever. I love putting headphones in and then just walking and singing like Broadway tunes. Oh, that's amazing. And no one but, cares. Oh, I'm a terrible singer. But in New York, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's so good. That's yeah. so good. I do
0: like that. It's, like oh that. God,
2: it's the best. Okay, time for our first and only question from a 23 year old person. Okay. Hello, 23 year old person. Hello, 23 year old person.
1: Talk to us. Hi, Megan. I'm 23 years old, and I've been with my boyfriend for about six months now. We recently got into a very bad argument or fight, and he ended up saying a lot of hurtful things, things that I never imagined he would ever say. Um, This included things like how I never help pay for anything for our dates, how I've had So many opportunities to do so when in reality, he's the type of guy who would never even let me touch the bill, and I have always offered to pay part of the bill or the entire bill every single time because that's just how I am as a person. So, my question is, how do I go about this relationship now? He apologized over and over again, and my Parents are aware of the situation after I talked to them about it because I was so heartbroken. We almost broke up over this fight. And I'm just not really sure what to believe. He says that he didn't mean a single thing that he said, and he only said those things to hurt me in the moment because I guess I had said some hurtful things as well, but not to that degree whatsoever. So I guess I'm kind of confused. Should I continue with this relationship or is this a major red flag that he's not being completely honest or that he has other hidden feelings about things when he's portraying himself to be a very gentlemanly guy, but actually isn't? I don't know, Megan. I need help. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh my goodness.
2: Mainly... I don't know what your relationship is like with money, but that's been something in my dating life that's always come up. Mm -hmm. And like it's this will be interesting, too, because I I think I'm like a proper millennial and you're technically Gen Z. Mm -hmm. Right. So I for my friends and like my my generation, it's very I'm on the other side of like I think we're divided half and half Mm -hmm. where some people are like the, the uh, people that are asking you out should pay for the first mm-hmm. date because they're like courting you mm-hmm. almost so it's like still chivalrous and still like I guess archaic mm-hmm. but like I like that mm-hmm. and then the other like the other side of uh you know feminism and just like being empowered it's mm-hmm. like yeah we can pay for this yeah but like we don't want to the first time mm-hmm. and then after that it should be equal and so mm-hmm. like I I remember dating people and then like splitting things yeah. never really felt right to me. So I was like, okay, instead of splitting, if we're going to be together, like you grab this one, I'll grab that Mm -hmm. one. It'll all come out in the wash. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be like tallying things. Yeah. Yeah. But then I I do understand when, when money is involved, like, oh my God, it's just the worst. Like, it's it's never good. So no. what is your
0: experience with money before we dive into everything else you said? I think that with money, it's always a sensitive topic in any relationship, always. whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship with a partner, whether it's with parents as well. As soon as money involved, things just get more complicated. Yeah. And I think the best thing to be is really open and honest with it. And like you said, I think if you do a favor for someone, especially in a relationship, if you do a favor for someone and you pay for something, you need to realise that you are doing this out of the kindness of your own heart and it's not something that can be thrown back in someone's face in an argument or in a heated moment. If it's a consistent thing, then I think obviously it's always better to have an open discussion about it rather than it coming out in an argument because obviously then it feels loaded and then Mm -hmm. it feels like it's one of those things that that person has been sitting on for a while. Um, I go down the route of splitting it down the middle so 50-50 you grab this one I'll grab this one but in a very situational environment you know um it I would never tally in my mind what someone's paid previous and I wouldn't expect someone to do the same yeah um I think we I think as long as you're being conscious that fair is kind of fair and I feel, I feel like we all know when it's our our turn to chip in on something yeah. as long as you're taking that initiative um then I'm cool with it. You know, I, I have no, I have no problem picking up your coffee because I know that in a couple of weeks time, if I'm struggling for change in my bag or, you know, if, if my card's not tapping in right, then you'll grab mine. right? Um, and I, I kind of treat it like that type of relationship, but I completely understand obviously the side of things where someone feels as though they're paying for something all of the time yeah. and that you're not contributing or you're not necessarily being appreciative of what they're giving you. It's right. difficult. It's really, really difficult. But I think being open and honest with the situation is the best policy when yeah. it comes to money because it can just get so complicated. It gets,
2: yeah. It would be nice if in the beginning, it's like, hey, this is my past with it. Yeah. This is what I would like yeah. going forward. Or yeah. this is what I can do. And this is like a, a hard no. Yeah. Which would be good, I guess, boundaries. Just like setting boundaries yeah. up top. Yeah. The thing about her voicemail, though, I was maybe, I don't know if you were confused, but it sounded like he was mad that she never paid for anything Mm. but then she was offering to pay Mm -hmm. but he wouldn't
0: let her. Yeah, that's not cool. So Um, how
1: would you even deal
0: with that? I don't think that's cool at all. Um, I think it's, again, it's one of those things when you offer to do something, when you're insisting on paying it's not something that you can bring up in the future as a weapon to use in an argument because you should only ever offer to do something out of the kindness of your own heart because you want to do it. Um, Not because you're kind of banking brownie points and doing so mm-hmm. um, so to bring that up in an argument i can see why that would be so hurtful especially when you know that you've been offering in the long run as well which could have so diffused this entire situation um i think it's a shame that this conversation has come out in a heated discussion as yeah. opposed to a sit down on the sofa just going through each other's finances and and it's, it's just so difficult bringing out these types of things in in, in arguments in a relationship because now it's going to make you conscious of dates that you go on in the future that mm-hmm. they're in the back of their mind. They're If they offer to pay again in, in the future, you're going to be thinking in the back of their mind, they're building all of this ammunition up to throw back at you in an argument. So right. I think that... This might be a good stepping stone. This might be a good opportunity for you to open the discussion about money. It's clearly something that was never discussed beforehand. Yeah. So this might be a good jumping off point to open the doors and start talking about it. It's, it is, it's an awkward subject. It's so strange um, to bring money up as a subject just you know,
1: bring up cold.
0: Um, But this might be a really, really good opportunity to kind of be like, I'm unhappy with some of the comments that you made. Let's discuss and let's make a plan so we don't get into this situation in the future and you don't feel as though I'm taking your money or I'm never contributing. And I feel as though that when I offer to pay for something, you're going to accept that. And I'm not going to have you throwing this back at, in my face when we, you know, in, in a couple of months time when things get heated again. So right. I think I think just be open and use this as an opportunity to start talking. I think that's such a good mm-hmm. idea, especially like if this is month
2: six, yeah. which is like kind of before you have really big fights of, yeah. you know, like, real personalities yeah. coming out. Because in the beginning, like, it's the love phase. It's infa- infa- mm-hmm. infatuation. It's it's not, like, the really, like, the hard work of a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost good that it's happening sooner than later. Yeah. I honestly should have this conversation very early on in my mm-hmm. personal life because mm-hmm. I feel like it always happens this way, yeah. too. I mean, like, it's it's never said, but there's tension. Mm-hmm. There's tension around money. And mm-hmm. it's the worst. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is, like, when they were talking and had an argument, like he was saying really hurtful things, yeah, things that she never thought he would say, yeah, and like that's
0: a scary thing. That's so. not cool. I, <laughs> yeah. I think that what's difficult, and this is what I've learned. So I, I was, I always felt like I was quite a confrontational person growing up. So mm. if I had a problem, I would voice it, um, and that's not a bad thing at all. I think it's always good to if you feel something, to say it there and then as opposed to letting it build up and having things come out in in what seems like an attack, which I feel like this is maybe one of those situations that things have been building, 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 and it's Mm. all come out at once. And I think that that makes things more hurtful because it's almost like you're telling a load of home truths to someone and then it makes them feel like they've almost been sitting on all of this information throughout the good times and the bad times that you've had. Um, I think what I've learned, though, in throughout arguments is don't ever go into an argument intending to hurt someone. Don't, yeah. don't say things because you want them to feel a certain type of way. Only say the things that are irritating you and that you want solved. I don't think, don't make the low blows. Avoid those because those are the things that ultimately will break down your relationship in the future. Mm-hmm. Because when you say those things to someone, they don't go away. Yeah. Um, and even though your makeup and, and everything will seem fine, in moments of insecurities, which we all have in relationships and moments where you, you feel your your character is, is down, you will remember those hurtful things that were said in, in the heat of the moment, even though the apology was done months and months prior. So I would say only tackle the things in an argument that are irritating you or that you want solved and you want to move on with from the future. Don't make the low blows. Don't make the hurtful comments that are unnecessary because those really, really follow through.
2: Yeah, I'm wondering how she would tell him to not do that. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like that's so self aware. Yeah. If you are self aware, yeah. But it, the people yeah. that aren't, that are like, you know, like still going through life holding on to all the baggage all the armor that they've been wearing from being hurt and they're basically like hurting other people that haven't hurt them because they haven't healed their hurt yeah it's like okay well how do we get someone to also in my my friend group a lot of my friends uh, like spouses and partners are really bad at listening Mm. and I've been through that too and it's just like the one thing I'm asking of you is is the one thing I am Actually asking. Mm-hmm. So like don't look for another thing or a yeah. roundabout thing. Don't look for the thing underneath what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm actually saying what I need. Yeah. And you're not listening yeah. to me. Yeah.
0: And so, like, how do you get someone to listen? Have you ever experienced that blockage in your relationships? I think I open things up now as opposed to what I did in the past before it was arguments. Now I open things up more as a discussion. Mm. And if you brand something as a discussion, it, it feels as though there's it. There's a two-way street of listening and responding. And the situation feels a lot more calm. Um, and you're not saying spiteful things in the heat of the moment. And sometimes that's difficult because naturally, whenever we receive criticism, we feel a bit taken aback and we feel as though we need to defend ourselves and and that results in a number of reflexes in terms mm-hmm. of raising your voice or feeling standoffish. But I think it's you might have to continue to remind until you get into the flow of this this type of Way of talking that this is a discussion and we're not having an argument about this. Um, do it in a situation where you're sitting down on the sofa. Don't don't do it when when it's off the back of a, a different irritant. Maybe yeah. you know they like, haven't taken the, the bins way. out one day. And by the way, I've been paying for all of this stuff that you should have been paying for. Do it maybe when you're sitting down on the sofa. Yeah, you know after you've had a really nice meal. Just, just in in a downtime where you're both relaxed to open a discussion and talk about your relationship and talk about the things that are going well, but then also the things that need improving as well. Because I think everyone likes a, a compliment and they can handle a bit of criticism when it's paired with that. Mm-hmm, the as opposed sandwich. to Exactly, as opposed to feeling as though they're being targeted. So open it up as a discussion, do it in a situation where it's not off the back of something else that's completely unrelated. Yeah. Um, in an environment that feels... Safe and that feels comfortable and relaxed, I would say.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go one step further just to get like practicalities out because every time I'm like, yeah, that sounds really good. And then in the moment, I either like clam up or it just doesn't feel right anymore. Or I've dated people where if I did it after, if I cooked like a beautiful meal and then I were to be like, okay, like I want to bring this up now, it's like, can't we just have a nice night? Like we just did this. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah. So my question to you is, how, what exact wording would you bring? so that uh, it does open up a discussion instead mm-hmm. of it being, you know,
0: like getting attacked right away. Like yeah. what exactly would you say to I someone? I think in this situation, um, say you've cooked a really nice meal. Uh, for this situation in particular, I would maybe go out of my way to invite someone around, cook the dinner as well, because then that strips the the effect of picking up the bill at the end of the uh, the night, which is ultimately what this argument has been about, or mm-hmm. the most hurtful things that have been said. Um, and then I would bring up this discussion discussion of oh this is amazing we should do this more often we should cook in it gets us to spend time with each other and then I would open up the conversation because it is that 6th month point which I feel is really really important I would open up the discussion of where is our relationship going in the future we're in this stage now where Mm. the honeymoon period is coming to an end it doesn't it doesn't really ever need to close but that dating period is coming to an end I feel where you're really trying to show off to the other person and now you're getting more comfortable you're getting more settled I would go in with what can we do to make sure our relationship We are in this for the long run to make sure our relationship is sustainable, to make sure our feelings are sustainable as well and go down the route of we need to discuss things like money. We need to discuss things like family and the time that we dedicate between our friends and our family and with each other as well. I feel like this is kind of the stage in a relationship that six six, eight month point where those things really need to be discussed because your relationship does ultimately change from then on yeah. because you're looking more into the future as opposed to this being a fling um, or a string of long dates. Um, you're, you're kind of looking to build something more than that. Now that's where I'd bring up that discussion. But I would say definitely compliment throughout and talk about the things that you enjoy about the other person. Mm-hmm. But then also bring up, you know, there are times where this is a two-way street. You know, we're both earning money. I don't expect you to go out of your way to to pay for me or or support my lifestyle and vice versa. But I want to treat you sometimes. You know, I want to take you out for a meal. I want to treat you. I want to, for us both to have a nice time and me to pick up the check at the, at the end of it. And I'm so appreciative when you do the same. Mm-hmm. But I want to feel as though this is a 50-50 this is a 50/50 relationship and also that i can show you my acts of appreciation and that you will accept that as well because right. you should you can also get down the route of it's difficult when this is it's basically like giving someone a present and the person saying i don't want that right. it's hurtful you know and and when you're going out of your way to put money aside maybe to to pick up the check at the end of a night and someone's constantly refusing it 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 does ultimately make you feel like you're not contributing and you want someone else to to feel a certain amount of, you know, happiness that that you've that you've done something for them. So so p- pitch it like that as well. This isn't just I'm not only paying for you because you pay for me every so often. I'm paying for you because I want to. Yeah. And, and because I, I want to show how much I appreciate you. I think that's that's ultimately the way you go down. Go down it. Just don't put it as an attack. To compliment, this is not an attack, this is a discussion. And it's talking about our future as well. So it's important. I think that's so smart to do, Mm. to have the future lens on it.
2: Now, if, before we take a break, if they were to take it as an attack, do you have anything that you've learned that you can calm someone down from being
0: offended or you can bring it back to, hey, this is a discussion? I think as soon as, as soon as, the other person gets on the defensive as soon as you feel as though it's gotten to a point where things are getting heated close the discussion Mm. close the discussion end that for the evening and come back to it because I think there is a lot of power in leaving someone in that state alone and then allowing them to sit and think about what has actually gone on in that situation without you still being present in the room because that shuts down any spiteful or nasty comments. Um, And then it also allows them time to calm down. And then when you bring that discussion back up in the future, they know that you're not going to put up with that type of behavior towards that situation and so ultimately they should approach the situation when you talk to them in a calmer manner anyway yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like tra- I guess if if you don't have this in your relationship already it's kind of training you both up for this is how things are going to work and this is how we're going to move forward and this is how we're going to get problems fixed right. it's just about training each other and working around each other to know what works best in these types of situations And mm-hmm. um, but I would say if things get heated shut the conversation down say do you know what we're going to come back to this another time because this is not how I want to have this this discussion and then bring it back the following day and plan to meet up. You know, I, I think it's just strip away any of that negative energy or that defensiveness and then you'll really get to the root of your problems
2: yeah i'm so happy for yeah. everyone listening taking your advice because that please is like, do. that is really helpful okay good i mean in my experience i've had a lot of men who are very defensive yeah and like ready to fight yeah and it's yeah. like yeah you've you've in a way got to set the ground rules of how you're going to show up yeah. and if you do tolerate it yeah. then you're going to be yelled at forever yeah. yeah so yeah i think that's such good advice. good yeah. Yeah, yeah, do just that. Good. Uh, we'll give them a little bit of time to put that in all their notebooks <laughs> while we take a little break. And Daisy gives us an extra piece of advice you can find at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram. And then we'll be right back.
1: Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this.
2: And we're back. Before we get into act number two, I want to know, Daisy, what you are currently obsessed with, so much so that you couldn't believe you lived your life before knowing it. <laughs> something that you, like, use or watch or listen to or, like, um, eat. At
0: the minute, I am obsessed with spring rolls. Spring rolls? Egg rolls. <laughs> yeah, but you guys like, have egg rolls. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. these are um, – this is just something that I'm really, really into. I feel like in the UK at the minute, we have just got the – the wave of really, really authentic, really good sushi, Japanese Ooh. food, Chinese food. And I don't know what what we were doing beforehand, but there's so many new places cropping up and that's all I'm eating okay. currently. Um, the hours that I work, because I work in the morning, And I get up at three every morning. I'll eat breakfast so early. So by the time it gets like 10 or 11 o'clock, I want like a curry or a roast and like everywhere serving breakfast food. Um, (laughs) But the only places that are open early that will serve that type of food that I can eat um, are these Japanese or Chinese places where I can get like spring rolls and sushi. So this is what I'm obsessing over at the minute. I feel like I'm late to the party on this, but I'm just... It's just constant. It's always in my fridge. Yeah.
2: Oh, I love that. So since you wake up at three, when do you go to bed? What do you do before bed?
0: Like, how do you prepare for such an early morning? I don't. I just, honestly, (laughs) I cannot tell you the amount of all-nighters I've pulled in 2019. It's just been wild. Um, I will, so after the show, my show finishes at 10. Then we'll have interviews with any guests that come in. So then we'll get out about 12. And then I'll have meetings for the rest of the day. And then I'll go to maybe an event at six I'll get home at say eleven. I'll take my makeup off if I'm a good girl that night. Otherwise, <laughs> I'll just sleep in it. Roll the way through. I mean, after it's all the work doing, eyeliner. Do not like- do that. Do not <laughs> do, do it in that. Doing sharpies. Oh my gosh. Um, but sometimes I can get like an hour and a half sleep every night. So instead of instead of setting a alarm, I set a timer oh my on my phone that literally counts oh down an God. hour and a half, and it is the most painful thing. That is so. Yeah. Chilling. There's no, there's no like <laughs> nighttime routine. I'm not making any YouTube videos that's promoting that kind of lifestyle anytime soon because that's just not what I'm doing. yeah It's just wild. What
2: about on the weekends? Do you, are you a party
0: girl or do you stay inside? Like, what's the weekend like? So, my friends are all at uni still, okay. university. So, I get to do a bit of both. It's nice because I work in the week and then I'll travel to their uni sometimes on the weekends up and down the UK, which is fun. Um, and it's it's nice because I can get that uni lifestyle, but then come home to like clean bedsheets because my mom's done all my washing and a yeah. fridge full of food, and like I don't have to share anything with anyone. So I get the party lifestyle on the weekends, um, or I'll be going out clubbing in London or to different events and stuff like that, and then just solid work in the week. Yeah, um, but it's difficult. You have to bank sleep maybe on a Sunday. I'll I'll sleep all the way through Sunday.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which is good and get some really nice food. And that sets me up for the rest of the week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Just one day of recovery. Just one day of recovery.
2: I I wasn't telling anyone this the other day, but I was thinking of it because like, I haven't gone clubbing since I was maybe 23. Mm -hmm. And I'm such a homebody. And I love like, doing things by myself yeah. or with like a group of maybe two or three people but like very intimate yeah and I was thinking the other day like if I went clubbing I think it would be an act of irony like it would be hilarious to see me in a club because it'd be like you're doing
0: a bit aren't yeah. you this yeah. is a bit yeah clubs are strange <laughs> clubs are really weird so we me and my friends were out together and we're like let's go out clubbing here and it's so strange because I feel like we're going to be the youngest in the club again because oh. like we're 21 out here and I I think I feel like we did the clubbing days really early in London, you mm. know, where it's kind of the new thing to go out and every night and and like roll up the next day and and like with last night's makeup on or whatever. But I feel like that's kind of over. We're kind of a generation of homebodies yeah. now. I feel like like generate millennials, Generation Z, are really they're really homely people. We're not going totally. out as much as as much as people used to back in the day. I
2: truly I wonder if that's the case, like. I of course you can't like bundle everybody yeah. into something, but like I really feel like that. Yeah. I think the the when I feel the best is when my friends stay over yeah. when they didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah. When they're like, Oh, we're having a good time Late night like, sleepovers. Right. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Like, oh,
0: and it's I've worked so hard at my house making it cozy. Yeah. So it's like, you wanna stay yeah. here? Yeah. It's really strange. I've, I and I'm like, what what stories? What wild stories are we gonna tell our grandkids? I like, yeah. I watched this season of Netflix <laughs> in like a day and a half <laughs> as opposed to, know. you know. It's I just, don't think
2: I have like any crazy stories. No. Also, like, I went to college f- briefly, and then even my college experience, like, I was driving from my my private school to another city to dance like yeah. i didn't have the college life Yeah, i think i went to like one karaoke night strange. and that's not college it's so strange
0: i don't know what we're doing like but I i'm content I'm, I'm so I'm fine happy. with it i'm so happy with like a, a freezer full of food mm-hmm. like and a good series to watch on netflix that's my favorite thing on twitter that meme of when the netflix screen goes black and it asks you if you're still watching oh. you see your reflection <laughs> the, oh my gosh that's the best when you see your disheveled reflection <laughs> Your black are
2: black screen. That happened yesterday. I was mm. eating cold s'mores, oh which is gosh. probably the most illegal thing yeah. I've ever done. Yeah. But like I didn't want to make a fire and yeah. I also didn't want to like microwave the marshmallows or make anything on the stovetop. Yeah. I was like, absolutely not. So I grabbed like a, a thing of marshmallows, the, the chocolate and the graham crackers. Me and my friend Sky sat on my couch and we just we're eating cold, unprepared (laughs) s'mores and it happened to us and we're like, yep, this This is is our life. life.
0: This This is our life. This (laughs) is
2: our life. And we had gone to a concert earlier. So it's like, we kind of did like the go out thing but instantly reverted back into the couch. This is a, this is a... So funny. So speaking (laughs) of... Uh, the differences of generations. I wrote a bunch of questions that I wanted to ask you because you're much younger than me. But, like, you have a vibe that's way older than 21. Okay. So I don't know if you'll be able to, like, answer these. Okay, let's see. We'll see. see. This. Okay, so LOL for everyone listening because these are the most ridiculous questions. I was just like, well, yeah, if I was 21, like, this What would you ask me? Okay, so here's the first question I just wrote. Finstas, what's up?
0: so do you have a finstagram I used to and you don't anymore I don't anymore I used to have a finster and and I used to post what did I post I posted something consistent on it I had two I had one that was just like a finster of just funny stuff that I had with my friends yeah and then I had a second one (laughs) do you, you guys know what Yorkshire puddings are I th- I've heard of it, but tell me more. Okay. So Yorkshire puddings are, how can I explain this? I feel like it's your version of a biscuit. So oh, you know well, I was biscuit, thinking of a peppermint patty. So never mind. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, nothing that a like York this. Peppermint patty. No, no, no. So it's like a biscuit. So you have biscuits and gravy, yes. right? Um so in the UK we have Yorkshire pudding, which is it's almost like a it's more of a bread and um, then a biscuit, and it's more hollowed out as well. Okay. So it's like a biscuit without without the middle and you pour <laughs> okay, just like the hollow shell <laughs> the hollow of, of it. Yes. there you go um, and you you kind of pour gravy in it and you have it with a roast so I had a Finster account documenting the biggest <laughs> ones that you could get because they come in massive sizes at festivals you can get an entire roast dinner inside a hollowed out Yorkshire pudding okay. so I, yeah there was there was that that went around somewhere but that got deleted when I realised I was like moving into my 20s this I know. isn't fun the, anymore I like
2: keep on making Instagram yeah. for no reason and then i never keep up with them yeah. like i have a, a calligraphy account i had one for my cats and i deleted it because it's yeah. too much to handle but i really want to make one about like what i'm wearing but not like a cute like bloggery okay but legit like third day i'm wearing this that's good that's Funny. really good yeah 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 i think i might but i, I don't like have that. like a good name for it i do like
0: that we will have to think
2: okay that's a good one. maybe do that okay so check so second question is high school like euphoria have you seen the show Euphoria? No. On Netflix?
0: everyone. This is terrible that this is how I'm referencing it. But everyone is referencing it by the makeup trends that yeah. are coming off the back of it. A so lot that's of the only glitter. time. That's the only time I've like that. That's the only connection I can have with it at the minute. I love Zendaya. Oh, she's great. Um, so I. I will definitely sit down and watch this. This may be my in-flight entertainment home. Oh, yeah. Maybe if I'm organized oh, you should. enough. It's on yeah, HBO. To sort it out. Um, maybe I'll, I'll watch that back to back, but I, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. No. So I guess the, a quick question based off of that yeah. is like, is is high school drama like out
2: fucking rageous? Yeah. Like, is it Really as crazy as you, if you haven't seen a Euphoria, imagine like a Bring It On, but like with drugs and okay. crazier sex, but like also like rape yeah. and just like the worst versions yeah.
0: of a high school. Okay. Is high school, at least in the UK also like that? So my school was, my school wasn't like that. My school, I think the the scandal of my school was that a Facebook page was created around prom. <laughs> All of the girls were uploading their prom dresses, and two girls uploaded the same prom dress, and then they started fighting in the comments. And then we had, all of the girls got called into assembly. There was massive print screens of the chats on this this screen at the front, which was being presented by our head teacher. Oh my god! Um, and they threatened to close down prom. That was the biggest drama in my school. It was there was. There wasn't really much gossip. There wasn't really much going on. Oh wow. Um, okay. It was just prom dress fight. So it was a lot more like bring it on, that kind of um, that kind of vibe. Um, it wasn't, there wasn't too much going on in my yeah. school. It was, it was a lot more, I don't want to say sheltered, um, but it was just a lot more petty, you know? It was yeah. it was about it was about pettier things um than what than what inevitably or goes on. I mean, I I wasn't at high school we i finished at 16 so it's been, it's been a minute i see it's been a minute um but I don't know what goes on. I don't know what goes on in schools yeah. nowadays. To be honest, it looks insane. Yeah. I mean, my school. I wasn't
2: by the when I used to go to it. It was like not in a great part of Orlando. Yeah. Like it definitely could have been helped yeah. out. Uh, but yeah, I, same. Like the most traumatic thing. I mean, like being sold out of breadsticks or like ripped weave on yeah. the hallway. Yeah, like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. kind there of was, it. Like
0: there wasn't really much going on in my school whatsoever. It was just all really. It was just all really petty. It was all just really low low-key okay you know? so maybe they exacerbated it for right, TV okay. I'm so I'm so into watching this though yeah now. I'm you should. so down
2: okay my next question is when you took tests was it on an iPad
0: no. Do you know what a Scantron is? Oh my gosh, I did not do. I did not do this on an iPad. If I did this on an iPad, I would be getting the top grades. <laughs> just knowing the answers. Can we just not like do not take this advice at home? I cheated my way through every test. How? I. I, I mean, I said starting off, I'm so unqualified for my job now. <laughs> you should have seen the results that I got in school. Oh my goodness. So I. I found out the best ways to do it. I used to get my book. And hide it in the toilet. So my if I was doing a science exam, I'd hide my science exam in the toilet outside of the exam hall. Oh. And then I'd go quickly through all of like I'd answer all of the questions that I could in my my paper really fast. And then I'd bank the ones that I didn't know. And I'd go back into the toilet, so I'd put my hand up, asked to leave, and go to the toilet. And I'd look through the book to find all the answers. They and then let go back you into go, the yeah. They let us go to the toilet midway through exams, um, or I'd basically because we wear we wore uniform. I'd <laughs> I'd put notes and tape them on the underside of my skirt right. and then flip my skirt back over and read. <laughs> I think my RE exam I had the Bible written all like up my arm. It was just, just crazy. Like, this is just a new tattoo this professor. This is just me. Yeah, this is just me. But if I had iPads to do my tests on, I would there would be a Wi-Fi connection going on somewhere. I
2: think the only time I ever cheated was in like pre-calc. And Mm. I was like so bad Mm. at math. Still very bad at math. And there was a guy who had a graphing calculator that, since you could write letters in the graphing calculator, he would just like write the answers and then just like pass
0: over (laughs) the calculator. That was it. it. It's just wild. It's wildness. Improvisation.
2: Right. Okay. So I know with... Older, my friends that are older than thirty, they love talking on the phone. Yes, they love talking on the phone. They some some of them like FaceTime, some of them don't. Okay, my my age, I'm twenty eight, so around like twenty, I would say like twenty six to twenty nine group of my friends, we really like FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Like we just cold FaceTime each other, mm-hmm. and we text, and we never ever ever call. Yep, no phone calls. So for you, and I guess if you could speak for your whole generation, mm-hmm. <laughs> just some quick,
0: <laughs> <The> <laughs> just pressure. Some, <laughs> oh my God, just something quick. Who's <laughs> coming in? For a casual chat, and now I'm talking about <laughs> millions of millions of Gen Zs all over the world. Here what, we go. Yeah. What do
2: you think they they as a? What do you think you as a conglomerate? I guess. Um, feel about the phone? Would you? How are you with phone or uh, FaceTime
0: phone calls and texts? What's your What's your definitely do and definitely not do? I'm I'm quite bad with technology. I want to say for my generation, I feel like I do not keep. I don't even have online banking. I'm oh. terrible. I'm oh really really bad with technology. I, I would live in like a technology-free age. In terms of with phones, I don't like texting. <gasps> That's I, what I've heard. I don't like texting um, because it just is frustrating for me. I feel like I want to say, I'm, I talk too much, I want to <laughs> say more and it just makes my fingers ache and I, I just don't like it. I'd much rather call someone. Oh. And I feel like this is this is kind of representative of, of my generation maybe as well because anyone that that I call answers and they'll chat to me for an extended <laughs> amount of time. Um, but yeah, te- texting's not a thing really, really for me. And I feel like maybe it's because we all have like more to say. We just want more. We, we just want to talk. We just yeah. like talking. Maybe it um, will not voice memos. Voice notes. Yeah, yeah. A I'll notes. definitely do a, a voice note and I feel like yeah, that that's that's it's more popular to, to hear someone's voice as opposed to write something down. Um, FaceTime as well. I I will only FaceTime certain I will only pick up cold FaceTimes from certain people unless like my face my LSI line <laughs> is looking good um, then then, then yeah. you'll answer, answer literally anyone then I'll answer I feel like that's maybe the generation below me though because I have a nephew oh. and he's like the generation the next generation to me um, and they are really into like FaceTiming and stuff like that yeah it's really so into that. weird how it like skips because yeah. like you
2: and then my above yeah. 30 yeah. Are, are both phone call people yeah. no texting yeah. and so like strange. me
0: my age and your nephew yeah. are FaceTime people really really weird and I, feel, I, I don't know, I feel like because he's kind of living in that peak vlogging age Ooh, yeah. where it, you're used to filming yourself right. for me I, I maybe I just missed it in terms of like the YouTube phenomena where people would vlog and, and daily vlog and film themselves I, I feel like I maybe just missed that by a year sure. or two um, and it still feels kind of weird to pull out a camera in public but for him and his friends they are so cool with walking down the road FaceTime each other and they're really comfortable with that so right. I would stick to phone calls or voice notes from, yeah, yeah, for yeah. me and my generation
2: <laughs> me and my- my generation okay going back to schooling did you learn how to write in cursive or is that obsolete what is that what <laughs> is what is cursive and obsolete it, i feel like <gasps> i feel like maybe it's called something different in the uk Okay, explain cursive, what it is basically um oh my god lol about me <laughs> explaining cursive because it's going to be oh god awful <laughs> so imagine all of your print letters like your normal letters yep um, smushed together slanted and like curly ah <laughs> so like in italics yes
0: but then they're all attached so you you ah, don't pick up your pen okay okay so did I learn to write like that yeah did they teach you <gasps> yes, that in school yes they did they, they did I know what this is called um so in in school when you're learning your handwriting you first start off in pencil mm. and if you if you we basically call it, you you guys have the best words to describe it. We basically join up our letters, so it's just joint handwriting. That's oh. what we call it. Um, but that is ideally how the government I guess in Britain want you to want everyone to write I don't write like so that though. joint
2: lettering is cur- cursive. Joint,
0: joint lettering is taught in schools that is the ideal way of writing okay um and you start off with a pencil and if you get to your if you do joint lettering successfully then you get gifted a pen and then you've got your pen license <laughs> that's what they do in the UK so if you do joint joint letter like joint oh handwriting you get a pen license I never got my pen license because I don't join up my letters. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah. like a little badge of honor. I know, I know. So technically I should be still on pencil. Um, but yeah. <laughs> but you use a pen, you're a rebel. Yeah, I do use a pen, I'm a rebel. But yeah, no, I, I don't join up my letters. But that is that is what most people in the UK do. Oh,
2: that's so fast. Yeah. So, okay,
0: still on school.
2: I know that there's a new way of doing math. Okay. When you add up things, <laughs> yes. how do you do it? Do you, like, so... When I was in school, mm-hmm. it, it also could be. It's so funny that I'm asking you all these questions because they could also be culturally different. Okay. So, but like in American high school or uh, elementary school, when I was learning, if you were to to add up like three big numbers, three like double digit, three big numbers.
0: <laughs> 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 we both cheated in tests. We've already admitted it.
2: <laughs> oh my god,
0: twenty four. Oh, that's a big integer.
2: So basically, if you had like. Um, Three-digit numbers, but three of them. You would stack them into, th- like, one line would be 368, and the next line would be 222. Yep. And then you just just uh, add up, like, the last number first, yep. then, like, carry, carry over. over. Okay, so there's a new math
0: now. No, there's not. Yes. Oh, my and God. And I think it's
2: called, like, core math or something. And you you do, like, crazy magic. What do you do? I don't know. <laughs>
0: what do you start uh, from? A, a truly...
2: Probably behind oh something. Oh my god! It is okay. So good to know that. No, you no. learned. Math I mean, normally. we're on the same
0: page with this one. No, I don't know what everyone else is doing. Truly crazy. That's wild.
2: Okay, so since uh, technology, you've probably had a phone. When did you get your phone?
0: Your I Blackberry? got a phone when I was eleven. Okay, so, so two thousand and nine. So eleven. Two thousand and ten third grade no so we have so we'll have um what you guys would call you you have middle school as well don't you so yeah we have we only have we'll have like nursery which is not optional you don't have to go to nursery in the uk um but you'll start school at four years old um and you'll go until 11 and that's primary school okay and then you move into secondary school from the age of 11 to 16. So it's kind of like your high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. it was it was the start of secondary school for me. So technically, I would be in year seven um, in, in the UK, but I'd be 11 years old. So when
2: you were in school, you had a BlackBerry. Yeah.
0: Were you guys passing notes physically or were you just texting each other? Mm, I think we were texting each other wow. then. Yeah, I, I don't remember... But it, for me, it was it wasn't too much over the phone. It was more through social media, so like on Facebook Messenger. Oh. That was that was what was popping off in terms of when I was eleven. How we would share notes at school and stuff like that. We also had. Did you did you have my maths? Do you know what my maths is? No. So it would basically be. A program where you would submit all of your homework online Okay. Um, and you, the teacher wouldn't hand out any assignments. They would basically put it all in folders online and mm-hmm. you'd go onto this website and they would be able to see whether you open the folder or not, whether you started it or not, whether you even logged into your account. So there was no excuses of being like, yeah, I did the homework, but I left it at home because they would be able to Smart. see on the system. So I think that's where, like, that's where... Things are really, really different. There was no physical notes. Right, right, me. right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This is so different. <laughs> I am old
0: now. Um,
2: you've always had Instagram since you've had your phone?
0: Yes. Yes, I have. I think I, I got Instagram in, was it 2012? Was that's, the I think, year when Instagram. I got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so you had
2: a childhood without it, and then you yes. learned. Because I'm trying to get to to talk to someone that's never known
0: life without it. Right, okay. I'm crazy with that. Be? Those are, there. are people like oh that. Oh my gosh, this is just, it's, that's what's the, the scariest thing is. It's so frightening because I can't really remember life without internet or without Google. Like, I don't know my life without, without yeah. Google. Um, and that's really scary to think. I remember my dad, he had a typewriter, but I remember that as the faintest memory. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if I've, I've maybe made that. But other than that, it's been like <laughs> the, 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 the computer age. It's just wild. What do you think that Gen Z is better at than millennials? Ooh, Talking. I think I think we're really good about That's so uh, good talking true. about things. I, I think that millennials are, are, are great at that too, but I feel like discussing issues that were just completely yeah. out of touch from most people before. And I love that. I just love I that love you can be too. whoever you want to be. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. I feel like there's a massive drive with positivity yeah. as well, um, with Gen Zers as well, making sure that, you're preaching a positive lifestyle, that you're being positive to other people. And there's there's a massive consciousness of how your actions make other people feel yeah. as well. Um, and that's that's what I'm really proud of. I'm really, really proud that we're moving that way. And it's it's ultimately influencing the, the rest of the world as well and the way that things are working. So yeah. that's what's really cool. And may that continue.
2: What do you think that millennials... Uh, are better at than
0: Gen Z? Oh, um, I don't think I've ever thought about any of these <laughs> questions. I literally wrote them at breakfast today. What are they better at? They're better at piecing outfits together. You can <laughs> never, no one will ever piece an outfit like a millennial. I just, I live in, you know, your, just the, just the best. The best outfits came out of the era when you, you were growing up. Yeah. Honestly. I think honestly. That
2: millennials are really good at working. Yeah. But then again, a lot of them are lazy, too. So it's like, mm. I think millennials are really good at being entrepreneurs. Mm. But I feel, I feel like Gen Z
0: are better humans. Mm. It's strange because I was talking about this concept with my nan the other day. So I was saying it's we're living in a time where I feel as though we are, in some ways, we're growing up beyond our years. Mm. We're, we're, we're being forced to grow up fast. But in other ways, where the rate that we're growing up has slowed and we don't have as much responsibility as back in the day. I'm right. I'm 21 and my nan was like, I was married by now and if I didn't have a kid on the way, then, you know... It- people would be questioning, like, what's going on? And I'm like, kids and marriage is nowhere near in my sights right now. And there's no pressure on me to get married or, you know, to to start a family. Just yet, it's acceptable for me to have a career and for me not to even feel that pressure of starting a family. Um, So in some ways, I'm like that I have a lot less responsibility in that respect. There is a lot less expected of me in society. But then in other ways, we're so forced to grow up so fast through social media, yeah. where there's kids worrying so much about how they look or their way or, or things that shouldn't even pass your mind at you know, that age. It's know. And the things that we're exposed to at such a young age are... are a lot more from an adult world. So it's really interesting. I feel like we're, we're navigating a really difficult time, but we're doing it really, really well, which yeah. I'm so proud about. So Yeah. That's good. Seriously, go you guys. That's good. And you. <laughs> you paved the way as well. And you. We're all good with those double denim looks and the <laughs> tiny little glasses and the scrunchies. Tiny little. They're so small. <laughs> so small. They're
2: so, so small. Okay. Do you have, do you think that Gen Z has any like
0: general pet peeves? Like Mm. you guys just hate this one thing. We hate, we hate hate. I hate negativity. Just, you know, people being negative for no reason. I feel as though, especially in the media as well, we hate hate in the media. Mm. Um, Nastiness and bitterness, you know, like that tabloid type news. Yeah. um, Which was, which was in its peak in like 2006, 2007. We're so against that now. Right. You know, of, of magazines that, the... Take pat pictures of women that have put weight on, and they're like, you know, flaunting their figures on the beach. We hate that. I I don't. I don't like seeing that. I feel like that's definitely a generational thing. That's like that's not cool anymore. And just allow people to live their life how they choose. And and there's no need to intervene. There's no need to say something negative or nasty. I think that's what that's what really irritates me. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited
2: for the future generations. I mean, hopefully, we make it much further if if you know climate change could be better. leadership but like I think as we've gone along I mean from like my parents generation to my generation and then and then yours Mm. it's like it gets better every time it's like it gets a tweak and then it's like okay here we're figuring this one thing out yeah as long as we can grab on and bring the good parts of of what we've learned from the past would be awesome okay before we wrap up I have one music question Mm -hmm. and then one last piece of advice. So my my music question is who are you currently listening to that is so cool that everybody should also listen to?
0: (laughs) I am so late to the party on this one and I feel so terrible (laughs) as well um, because I I feel like I'm not worthy enough to say this. I am so late to the party on Normani and I'm saying this in every interview at the minute (laughs) I I feel as though you guys have had her for a while, yeah, and you've been keeping her, and you've been very very selfish because she's <laughs> never been over in the UK, sure. Um, and now we've got her, and now we're loving her. Maybe this is just a me thing, and I just haven't appreciated how unbelievably talented she is. Yeah, but I am obsessed at the minute. Okay, I am so Normani really, really currently, obsessed. yeah. And then
2: I guess my last generation question is: What do you consider a throwback? Like, what is a throwback to you?
0: <laughs> a throwback to me. Is um,
2: (laughs) I'm nervous because I feel like you're gonna say something that, like,
0: (laughs) I mean, it probably will be. I'm a throwback to me is like Justin Bieber, the Beauty and the Beast, Beauty and a Beat video. Oh, gosh, with Nicki Minaj. Oh my god, what is. when they're at a water park? When they're at a water park and that hitting YouTube and him pitching it. So he pitched it as like uh, loads of footage had been stolen. And I remember yes. that, bit, that trending number one on YouTube. And for the first three, four minutes, actually believing that 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 was the case, because yeah. I feel like YouTube weren't doing these crazy videos where, you know, there was these hoaxes and there was there was like. Humor brought into music videos, you just get a straight up three minutes. That's a throwback to me. Okay. Clicking on and and listening to that. Like, Justin Bieber, peak Justin Bieber when he was with Selena. Yeah. I think is a throwback to me.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I would say a throwback to me, I mean, like, uh, T-Pain... Um, okay, yeah. The bartender. Yeah, yeah. That's a throwback okay, to me. Okay. okay, okay, cool. That's
0: fine. That's okay, so
2: great. great. That's I was so like, good. I'm just always what, waiting to be like, oh, I'm past <laughs> the age yeah. that I know anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last question before I let you go
0: is, what piece of advice would you give your younger self? Mm. I would say just things pan out. Everything pans out. Everything... You will never, ever know what is around the corner, which is the weirdest thing. Um, But just trust the process and go with with it as well. Also go with your gut Mm. as well. I think they all sort of coincide with each other. But I feel as though you have a gut instinct for a reason. Yeah. And you have to trust that no matter what. Yeah. and ultimately, that allows you to peek around the corner and and, and find new opportunities that you never thought even existed. But I, I would say that I think growing up, there was a lot of pressure to decide what I wanted to do so early on and and think about your future from a really, really early age. And it puts so much pressure on someone, puts so much pressure on a young person Um but I think that sometimes it's just like enjoy the ride. Just trust that there is a process, and you ne- like expect the unexpected. You never know what is around the corner, and don't stress about things. Enjoy. You're an adult for a really long time, yeah. So just don't don't have a pressure on growing up too fast. Just enjoy the process, and things will pan out in the end how they were meant to, anyway. Yeah, that's that's my little piece of advice. That's a
2: good piece of advice. Yeah. Where can people find you on the internet? This was so nice. Thank you. For Thank being you so here. much.
0: It's been so good. I've just I've talked you all to like to death. I feel so sorry for you're, still you're still, <laughs> oh my God, you're it's still on here at this staff. stage. Um, where can you find me? You yes. can find me on Instagram, which is what I use most. Yeah. Um, so it's Daisy L Maskell, l That's there where you'll it find is, me. and I've, I do some crazy stuff on stories. So. Oh, crazy story stories yeah, like Yeah, you can, what? you can find that there. I do these morning meltdowns because I'm up so early. Love so it. I'll take a picture of something that's just like gone slightly wrong in my day so early. So it'd be like if I'm wearing a new pair of shoes, like the sticker, I've tried to peel the sticker off the back and it's like, you know, it yeah. just hasn't come off flawlessly. Or <laughs> my eyeliner's gone wrong. That's a lot of, there's a lot of them ones in there. Oh, I I've love that. I've got toothpaste down my shirt. So you'll, you'll get a little morning meltdown every morning. Oh, I, yeah. I could use good. Uh, more, good, I'm sure.
2: Good, If you guys have any sticky situations or burning concerns, call us at 805-751-9071 You give us your age and we'll give you quasi wisdom. Except for this time I always say this, we'll we'll give you quasi wisdom but then like it always ends up being really good. Yeah advice. <laughs> so you. give us your age and we'll really help you out, I guess, now. This podcast, like, started as a joke and now it's just really good advice.
0: Oh, good. Good, good. <laughs> Daisy,
2: thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week on Just a Tip. Listen to Jesse McCartney. Live your, oh gosh, your good do. throwback
0: life. Go and watch Bring It On as well. Oof. Oh, very nice. Watch
2: that four times instead of watching all the other Bring It Ons. Yeah. Just watch the first yeah. one on repeat. Over and over and over again. <laughs> Alright,
0: Bye.
1: bye! Yes, babe. That was a headgum podcast.